0: Mino Line Media presents the Business First Podcast.
1: Hi, all, and welcome to a new episode of Business First with Sonia Aline. I am your host. I'm so excited about the topic that we have today. So you're going to get some business advice, but you're also going to get a little history about a really popular and historic roadway. So our guest in studio today is Gina Lathan, and she is the president and co-owner of Root History, which is located in Springfield, Illinois. Welcome, Gina. Thank
0: you so much.
1: I am so excited, as I mentioned, um, to have this conversation today, because in doing research on, um, and and when I did the introduction, I talked about a roadway. That roadway is Route 66, um, which has been in existence for almost 100 years. I didn't realize that. So it was started in 1926. And it, what's interesting is there are it, it based on the articles you read or the youtube videos you see, um, this roadway is described as America's roadway. And it was a really important opportunity for particularly middle-class Americans as they were um, gaining stature and starting to drive cars. Cars were, uh, that was a new opportunity to move around and to and to travel, that um, this was a really exciting time for American travelers. It was a really exciting time for Americans. Everyone kept saying, you know, this roadway, it represented Americana, it represented freedom, it represented the opportunity to actually see more of America because it's a roadway that stretches from Chicago to, um, to LA. Uh, but there aren't a lot of discussions on what that roadway meant for African Americans during that time. And your museum, Root History, focuses a lot about that. And so I'm interested to talk about the history, but please let us know what was your inspiration for starting this project?
0: Well, I had the opportunity to become a new grandmother and I had a grandson, my youngest, I have two sons and my youngest son um, gave me my first grandchild. I was actually 17 when I became a mother And so a lot of my lessons learned through motherhood were through trial and error and where I'm very proud of both my sons and they're doing very well in life. I really knew I knew that there was a lot that I, if uh, you know, that if I would have known prior that I would have done it a little bit differently. And one of those things were uh, to instill and prepare um, my grandson, as I wish I would have done my sons, to have a better understanding of who they are where they came from, the shoulders that they stood upon, and to understand and, and carry with them the excellence of their history, wherever they went to. Um, and understanding that and knowing that they would be better prepared to deal with some of the challenges that life brings in very different spaces, be it in your personal life, in your work life, and just uh, living as a human, be- human being and understanding the excellence um, of, of their Blackness. And so I um, as I mentioned before, I'm in Springfield. I was born and raised in Springfield. And Springfield um, is the, uh, we have the home of the historic home and community of President Abraham Lincoln. And so as a child, we have, I had the experience of taking many trips to Lincoln's home and learning about his the history of President Abraham Lincoln. And in a lot of those stories and experiences, I didn't hear a lot about the greatness of Black people. Yet I knew that there was so much greatness around me. And and so initially we started out with the thought that we were located literally one block away from Lincoln's historic community. And so we started off with the thought that, you know, maybe we can create a souvenir shop. So as travelers came into our cities, that they would learn more about uh, the black experiences in Springfield. But um, uh, and then while we were doing that, I would be able to create space for young people, um, as my grandson, to learn more about how great they were and uh, the great people um, that that came before that. And so through that journey, I made contact with the Smithsonian in Washington, D.C. I continued to do research. I'm a researcher by training. And I began to learn more about Route 66. So it kind of fell into my lap or or God turned me in the right direction. And in that journey, I learned about the Green Book, and that was our—it was a, a, a resource, and I say it was a life-saving guide that Mister um, Victor H. Green. He was a postman on the East Coast. And he kept continuing to hear about the lynchings that were going on as people were traveling as people were traveling from the south to northern states. And so what he did was he began as a postman, he began to organize and collect information about safe places that black people could go to get essentials to be able to sleep, be able to buy supplies, gas stations, place where they can get food. Uh, drug stores. And so over time, he collected those resources from all of the states, many of the states, as well as every city. Yes. And so uh, many people traveled with that that document And he created that document and it was used from um, 1936 to 1966. And so I know wow. that Mr. Uh, Victor Green created a life-saving doc- a document. That instrument was one that allowed people to travel the Mother Road, the uh, Route 66 and other highways, a-, a lot more safely than what they did before. And so through that research and history, we began to learn so much more about our history that we really did evolve into uh, a museum, and that evolution, um, our, the tourist experience route uh, history, is starts with the windows to history, and so we began to tell the story around the uh, d- around Jim Crow. And it's interesting a lot. A mm. lot of people just don't know about Jim Crow and segregation and what that meant to the lives of many black people who were really trying to do the best they could to survive and sustain themselves. But they had to endure Jim Crow and and enduring it while they were experiencing going through the great migrations where hundreds of thousands of black people left the South for the North for many opportunities. And along those roads, one of which was Route 66, people had many different types of experiences. We hear about Route 66 and we hear about get your kicks on Route 66. Mr. Chuck Berry create, wrote that song and sang that song. But in many of those places that he performed, he couldn't even walk through the front door. He had to go through the back door. He mm-hmm. couldn't stay at those hotels. Many times he slept in his car and he ate in his car. And so that's the untold story about Route 66. But we don't say the story so that people could feel sorry for black people. We say the story because it's our history and we also tell the story in a way that we understand that there were many tragedies but there was also a lot of resilience and from that became a lot of excellence of black people and so we continued to build communities we built a network that was built not necessarily on social services but primarily on black bi- black-owned businesses and so we protected ourselves We protected our communities. We moved our black dollar around in numerous ways, you know, to make sure that when an individual came um, from one town to another, they went to a local black business owner and they, they were able to get a job. They were able to find somewhere to stay. They were able to save money in a way that they were able to bring their family from one state all the way to another. And that's how We were able to move and create wealth in space that was our own. And right now it's so important because, um, you know, we we opened our doors uh, February 15th of 2019. And soon after that, we were hit with COVID. And so we begin to learn a lot in terms of business of the never before were there so many businesses that were birthed out of a, a pandemic for black people like there were like there was with COVID-19. And so those lessons that we learned, that we can learn from those experiences of those black businesses are very relevant today. We created an industry based on our our particular needs in the way that we were able to create Uh, food, we were able to create, uh, use our our artistic, uh, designs to create our own clothing. We had a fazazz and a jazz and a, in a technique, uh, that was attractive to many others. And we continued to do it in our own special and unique way. We also wanted, we also make it a point to recognize the Pullman porters that were on our trains because Mm -hmm. those men were considered very docile and mild mannered, but they were also, to some of our great heroes. Those men took their tips and they saved their money, and they were those that were able to give back to the uh, Montgomery bus boycott. They were able to send money back to their families. They were able to even feed uh, dollars into our historically black colleges. And so, through uh, the Route History Experience, that our tourists um, experience. They're able to learn about the richness and the greatness of, of Black people through oral presentations, through uh, visual imagery. And then also we're creating in the process. We launch our virtual reality in, uh, in May of this year. And so we're really excited about that. We take the, um, the visitor through using um, virtual reality through a tour. Um, in the state of Illinois, there are uh, c- cities where black people were highlighted in the Green Book. And many of those businesses still weren't all included in the business in the Green Book. Because remember, we didn't have uh, uh, internet and emails. We've been going back and forth, been emailing and communicating, but they did phenomenal work just by. Writing down notes and mailing in the information. So they had some of the businesses, but they didn't have all of those businesses. And so those business were businesses that are in there were those tourist homes. Those tourist homes, we didn't, we didn't have a lot of hotels, but we had the tourist homes where you could go. You could stay in, stay in a room. You can get a delicious meal when you woke up. You can go back and forth and in and out. We also had so many of our own drugstores. Can you imagine? I mean, there's so many cities across this country where you cannot fund one black owned drugstore. But that was where we got our medications. We got our our personal hygiene supplies. We were able to pick up um, um, sweets and treats and candies. And and we were just able to have um, our resources at our, our own disposals in our community. And so the communities that in the cities that we highlight in Illinois, that were very welcoming to Black people, and we highlight them in our virtual reality, are Brooklyn, Illinois, East St. Louis, Illinois, Uh Springfield, Illinois, Bloomington, Joliet, and Chicago, Illinois. And those were cities that were were deemed to be safe cities for black people to to stop and to restock to get gasoline, to maybe stay overnight a night or two, um, to be able to get their supplies, go to the grocery stores. And so what we've been able to do through the virtual reality are to tell very unique stories about what was going on during those times of route the Route sixty six was very popular and people were using the green book. So for example, if you were to have the experience of our uh green book uh, virtual I mean our, of our virtual reality and you started off in East st. Louis You may be driving down the street, and you may hear a very soothing uh, song, and you don't know where it's coming from, and you may look to your left, and there may be a young man who's in his front yard playing his instrument, and that would be Mr. Miles Davis in his younger years, and we may drive past his high school, or you may also hear some other music, and it's coming from a home, and that may be the home of Mr. Ike and Tina Turner, or you may um, see a, a, a march going on, a protest, and it is all of the beauticians came together and they recognized that the women and the men that they were catering to had significant needs that weren't being addressed and they needed more social services. And so they, con- they coordinated a march and they rallied together to make sure that there were services for community members. There were also tavern owners in East St. Louis that banded together and they said that, you know what, we have a lot of people here, a lot of black men and women that could drive some of these trucks that are transporting liquor into our taverns but we they were good enough to mm-hmm. buy the liquor but they weren't good enough to get the jobs and so they said you know what mm-hmm. we're not buying the liquor until you start hiring our people and so those are some of the experiences that you'll be able to experience if you were to um, be a, um, if you were to experience the route history uh, uh, virtual reality and so all of those situations as well as others, are going to be played out in all of those cities. We also have uh, the experiences of the sundown towns. And those are the towns that sit between those major cities that were very welcoming to black people. And they had a black community that supported their visitors. And our sundown towns are the towns Mm -hmm. that they said, before the sun t- come, before the sun goes down, Black people, you need to be out. And so those were very much realities. And so because they were realities and they were a part of our history, then you have to have that experience. And so that's a part of the virtual reality in, in terms of experience and some of the situations that people, the, 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 the Black traveler experienced. And um, we wanted to look at all of the experiences from different vantage points. And so the traveler may be in a uh, vehicle with a family of four. So there's a mother and a father and a child, a boy, a daughter and a son. And so they may go to some of the local churches. They go to some of the restaurants. They may, in fact, go to a church picnic and they're in engaging, but they're also getting history. They're getting history about uh, significant people, places and events that were going on during that time. Then there is a blue singer. And so you hear the experiences of the blues singers. And so she is traveling with her, her band and her companions. And so you're hearing it through her voice and which is a very much different than the family of void, but it's still her experience. And she's traveling and they all are traveling to the, the various cities that I mentioned before. And then we have a war, world, world two, uh, vet, veteran. And so he's on his motorcycle and you as the visitor would be in the sidecar. So he's talking to you and you're looking up at him and you're going on this journey and he's having a, a magnificent time. But he's also paying homage to those that he lost in the war. And so you're going on that journey with him and having that experience with him. And you may, in fact, go to some local cemeteries. You may, in fact, go visit some family members, but you're also going to have some of those historical Drive-bys where you in, in Chicago, where there's such rich history and the city is Springfield. So you're going and you're having those experiences and you're learning about the rich experiences of each and every city. The, um, the last, so we have the, uh, the, the veteran, veteran, the family of four, the blues singer, and then we also have our black, uh, baseball league. And so you have a gentleman uh-huh. who's traveling with his other fellow baseball players. And so, you know, you get the banter of the man back and forth. But all while you're having these experiences, you're always learning about the history. So as you ride past these houses and they tell you about the people who live there or you may see the person uh, in a virtual format or you may push up against something and it gives you highlights of what's going on or you may in fact hear about a uh, elected official that started off as an alderman but he became a mayor of a, a major city. So there's so much rich black history. Um, each uh, 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 visit is 20 minutes and so the visitor will be able to pick which uh, uh uh travel traveler they will experience and then they also start in uh two cities they have they go to two different cities and then they have the experience of a sundown town so it's our way of celebrating uh route 66 but giving it um giving that experience to the lens of of the black experience, which is very important and in, in, in very much a part of American history. Yeah.
1: Well, that is incredible because, like you said, Route 66 is is an important part of yes. American history. But in most of the stories that you hear, the black experience is not told. And if it is, it's told from a, a very kind of. Um, tragic yes. situation where it was very dangerous mm-hmm. for people to to travel on those routes. Um, I listened to a story of a family where, and it wasn't just particular to this family, but if you were pulled over... By law enforcement, a lot of times the drivers had to pretend yes. that they were chauffeurs and they the would actually keep, mm-hmm. keep a hat in 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 the car to if they got pulled over, they could say, oh, this is my boss's car. This is my my wife. The wife he would point to and say, this is the maid and um, these are her children and I'm taking them. I'm taking them home. And so what, what I love about what you're doing is um, celebrating our ingenuity, our entrepreneurship tendencies, uh, the way our sense of community, all the ways that we were able to support and help each other. A question that I have for you is, um, and it's related to Victor Green. I thought it was interesting that he used his expertise as uh, as a postman. Uh, to be able to develop the green book because he had he had access to addresses and he understood the routes of, of the, um, he understood his mail route. And so it was a natural for him to be able to create this green book. You yourself have an entrepreneurial background. Um, you've had many other interests. How do you think that your background has been able to serve your professional background? You talked about being a young mother and how that was inspiring an inspiring part of, of your new story or being able to create this story, but what else in your professional background do you think has given you the skills to be able to create such an amazing platform?
0: Um, By training, um, In education, I have my PhD in community health and I do a lot of work on the community development side, economic development and public health. And what we know is historically those communities that were supported by and welcoming to the Black Traveler were Black communities. Many of those communities have experience of uh, disinvestment, lack of investment. And so Mm. what we're able to do is highlight the need to re-engage and preserve many historic sites that are in our communities. We've also been able to demonstrate that when when you invest financially into uh, the history of our communities, then you can also invest in the people, in the lives of the people who live in those communities, as well as in the structural homes and businesses and spaces that those communities um, are in those communities. We want our visitors to be able to go to all of those communities and have a safe experience. And so it's not a matter of, policing or over-policing in those communities, but it's a matter of building the, uh, building up the lives of the people who live in those communities, working to make sure that they have safe, affordable houses, housing, making sure that we are doing more to invest in black owned businesses that reside in those communities so that, uh, the traveler as well as the people who live there see representation and ownership of those that, um, uh, they look like them and they have something to aspire to.
1: What would you or what would, what advice would you offer to someone who wants to do the same in an area I think that they live in?
0: Um, so it's very important that we learn our history because what we're doing is we're we're learning our history and we're using our history as a as a foundation to grow economically. And so we are in the lane of tourism and we are showcasing what has been done and been very successful in the past. And for um, lessons learned, we can just go back into the past and find out, you know, how we were able to overcome many obstacles, how we were able to maximize the strength of collaborative relationships among business owners and families. Springfield, Illinois, is the home of the race riot of 1908. And what came out of that race riot was the uh, beginning in the launch of the NAACP. And so understanding that we have that as the backdrop of our cities and unfortunately not as not as many people who should know that that is a big part of the Springfield story. And so even in our space around history, we tell that story of that race riot. We tell the story about how all of those um, many of the people that were murdered or beaten during the race riot were business owners. And so they own businesses and they were able to employ others and that employment took care of households. And so when you murder and you kill the business owner, then you kill the economic viability of a community. And so a, a lesson learned out of that is that when we're able to sustain businesses and, and offer opportunities for uh, uh, meaningful employment and then have our, our businesses be a training ground for younger entrepreneurs it is a great opportunity right. for us to build capacity in our own community build wealth in our com- own community and be able to grow in ways that were oftentimes seen as unimaginable yeah you're you're so right
1: how how has been what has been some of the response uh, like what what do you hear from people that confirms everything that you just shared with us and inspires you to You You know, the response has
0: been great. It really has been. We've gotten so much support, not only in the city of Springfield, but when we are going out because we made it a point in our project with our virtual reality is to not just make assumptions that we're the subject matter experts, but we literally have been going to all of the cities that I made mention of. We are, we're working with museums. We're working with, uh, elders in the communities, historians in the communities. We're also doing, working on a project where we're doing um, oral histories um, in East St. Louis as well as Springfield, and so we're really getting the stories from people who were there before. We were, we've been. It's just been such a rewarding experience to to not only have this experience, but to share with all of the people in all the different cities and they be able to uh, share some of their information. Um, we were, and I made mention of East St. Louis because we're wrapping that city up right now. And there was, uh, there's a lady, uh, a woman um, who is uh, working with us on our scripts for each city. And she was telling us the story about her grandfather, who was one of the coal men. Who would go from house to house and sell coal and he'd go up and, and, and that was a big part of the industry in, in terms of the East St. Louis community. And so people were able to tell their stories and we're able to integrate, you know, some of the, uh, their stories into our virtual reality. And that's also a great way for us to introduce more STEM opportunities to our young people. And so we've been able to take, uh, groups of youth to virtual reality uh events spaces and they've been able to give us input on what engaged them, what they didn't like about it, based on what we're doing, how it would be attractive to someone in their age group. And so we we definitely work toward making sure that we are Um, introducing as many of our young people to uh, science, technology, engineering, and math. And so this is just one opportunity for us to do that.
1: Uh, Your business process, um, what would you say on this journey, particularly since you said you started in in 2019 and we had COVID, um, but it sounds like you are um, progressively moving forward. What would you say one of your biggest lessons uh, since you started, uh, if you had to share a lesson, what would that be?
0: We have invented reinvented and reinvented uh, around history while also sticking with our mission. And so we um, have been able to continue to move the mission of Route History forward uh, by, um, but while also addressing the need and the desires of our consumer base. And so during the warmer months, we're able to have um, we're able to have events um, in our in our lot where we have, may have a. a uh, jazz performance or uh, live music, and we have individuals that come and perform. And so where one may never, ever want to go into a museum or have the experience of being in a museum, they are they're a part of the experience. They walk in and the colors and the, the, uh, the visuals. And now you're giving a tour on someone who was just coming in to get some water. So, so yeah. But on the other side of that, people wanted to hear live music and they wanted to hear um, um, live musicians. And so we were able to meet those needs.
1: Well, I've never been to Springfield, but it sounds like root history would be a reason yes! for me yes. to make a trip. Yes. <laughs> Tell our listeners, please, how they can um, learn more about you, how they can follow yes. your progress and exactly where you are so they can come yes, see you. Yes, we're in
0: Springfield, Illinois, and you can find us on uh, Facebook under Route History, R-O-U-T-E, History, or on Instagram, um Uh, visit Route History. And we also are going to be hosting the uh, 100th anniversary of Route 66 uh, conference in Springfield, Illinois. I will be the keynote speaker. So all of you come out and enjoy this time with us. We are, um, I I will say, off of uh, upfront, I'm not the best with uh, social media, but we have brought on a social media team. So we are going to be ramping up our social media. But it's just a great experience. As, as I said before, we uh, will be launching our virtual reality in May and um, you will be able to book online for visits or just pop up and come see us. But um, if you have any questions, please just message me. I love to just talk to young people um, and share our experience. With all all uh, groups of people, so thank you again so much, uh, Sonia and your team for the invitation. This has been an honor.
1: Oh, thank you. Um, we've all learned so much by having you here, and the hundredth anniversary. Um, am I correct? Is it 2026? Correct. 26? It is, is twenty twenty six. Yeah. So we
0: have two years, and okay. we're doing a lot in the yeah. city of in the city of Springfield and planning for. Uh, Uh, The 100th anniversary and the great part about Route 60, Route history is we're the only brick and mortar museum that celebrates Mm -hmm. the black experience along Route 66. And so we are working very hard to integrate uh, the black experience throughout the travels, throughout the state of Illinois. As well as making sure that that is a significant discussion point on the 100th conference, where I will be the keynote speaker. Wow!
1: So, uh, so that all brings up one more question. Um, I know that in, in in 1986 or around that time, it was the the highway was decommissioned. Yes. And so, is are there thoughts in in preparation for this 100th year celebration to kind of revive Route 66 so that that it can become even more of a a tourist destination, even if it's not an active it is. Um,
0: and I was actually on a call today. I'm on a committee, a planning committee that we're doing some work in that area in the city of Springfield. We've also have uh, the Illinois State Fair is located here in Springfield. And so there are attractions that are now being built um, on the grounds of the fairgrounds. And there's there will be a lot of work. There are a number of committees across the state, and as um uh, we where we hear of activities going, we make sure. That the conversation is inclusive of the Black experience along Route 66. So if anyone is interested in doing some of this work, um, or has any thoughts or suggestions, please reach out to me.
1: Absolutely. Please reach out Gina Lathan Root History. Visit Root yes. History on um on Instagram. And um and we should be yes, there for this 100th definitely. celebration. Yes, <laughs> this is a
0: we would you know, love this is that an international <laughs> celebration. Uh, we have Absolutely. Visitors from all over the world that come and just want to have that uh, uh, Route 66 experience. And so definitely we, we need you here and we welcome you here. And it's going to be a lot of fun. So come on. I know. Yes.
1: All righty. Well, thank you so much for, co- for coming and sharing so thank much you. history and so much information and inspiring us all. We look forward to um, all the new additions to, to the museum. And um, please, please, please go out and and, um, and check this amazing location out. And so thank you so much. Uh, and thank you all for listening. Next week, we'll be back again with another dynamic guest. Thank you for tuning in. We'll see you again next week. Take care.
0: The Business First Podcast is hosted and produced by Sonia Aline, executive producer Ken Johnson. Find the Business First Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Odyssey, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, TuneIn, or wherever you get your podcast. On social media, on IG at business underscore first underscore podcast. Follow the Mean Old Line Media Podcast Network on IG at Mean O Line Media. Get the Mean Old Line Media app in the App Store or Google Play. The Business First Podcast is a Mean Old Line Media production.